Hey, what's up, everybody? What do you think? How did it come out? Do you like the intro music? Did you guys see it? Let me see what we got going. We have a we got a chat over here on the side, Chris. So uh, I'm seeing. Hey, a single mom of four. Hello, hey everyone, Milwaukee civilian. Hi guys, I just joined Dipped in Butter. Congratulations and thank you so much. My name is Mark DeMeo, by the way, Milwaukee uh, civilian. Tonight is going to be a different show. You're probably looking for Bill, but we do something else over here. It's going to be a lot of fun, so stick in. Hold on to your seat. Uh, but it doesn't have to show up on my chat. I can clearly have no idea what I'm doing. It's fine. Single <laughs> mama for, uh, for hello to police off the cuff, Mark. Angel's not here tonight. Thursday night I'll be doing this with uh, – I'll tell you all about it. Love your after-hours show, Milwaukee. So really, you said nice intro? Watch. Well, let's play it again. If In case people – I got to – this is the first night I'm uh, – Chris, hold on one second. All this right. This is the first night that I'm, I'm I'm rocking the intro, so we'll do it one more time. You guys ready? man i love it man i freaking I love, love it. it i like how you snuck the met logo in there too oh yeah yeah i did that for you <laughs> no, I did that for us. <laughs> what's up everybody welcome to another episode of police off the cuff after hours my name is mark DeMeo. i have a great great guest on the show tonight he's a hilarious actor comedian he's uh, been on dry bar comedy he has his own comedy special on uh, amazon prime called just be happy He's a good friend of mine. I love him to death. What's up, Chris Monty? How are you? What's up, Mark DeMeo? Thank you. I'm honored. I'm the first comedian you said on your show. Well, I've had other comedians, but um, they've been on um, Behind the Wall uh, okay. uh, just for um, the Patreon customers. And I have to share those with our, our YouTube members as well. Those are pretty cool episodes. I'll be doing that. I'll be sharing them with our YouTube members. But um, you're the first guy that I've had, like, that just is a comedian has no involvement in law enforcement except for the fact that what did you say before? I was taken home a few nights by law enforcement. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> and I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm my brother was a was a cop. My my father in law was a was a, a New York City detective, and my, all my cousins are in law enforcement. So I got a long line of uh, family members in the in the business. Are you a New Yorker? Am I a New Yorker? Can you tell? <laughs> Queens in the house, baby. Oh man, we both have crazy accents, man. And the funny thing is, we have uh, we got fans from all over the country and other parts of the world. You know, other all over this country and other countries as well. And I don't even know if they're gonna understand this show. We we should put some um the what you, the, yeah, on the yeah. bottom. What's that called again? We don't even know. Close, close New caption. Close, close caption close, on the close, bottom. Yeah, close I can caption. I can I can kick the accent back a little. When I was in uh, Vegas, I was performing for like so many different uh americans from all over and people from other countries and so i really tried to pull back the accent so and pronunciate my r's and all that uh -huh. and then at the end of the show one night someone was like you're not from new york and i go yeah i am no well how come we don't sound like that and i was like the fuck out of here what are you talking about you know it's like oh yeah you are from new york <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. i was a legit actor before i ever got into comedy and i i was so into mm -hmm. acting that i you know i was in a theater company so I started taking voice lessons to lose my regional dialect. And somebody had recommended me probably one of the best coaches in the world. It was an arm and a leg to go there. I remember when I walked into this lady's office, she had pictures of Robert De Niro on the wall and Al Pacino and all these. Uh, um, who's the other one with the accents? Um, uh, Meryl Streep on the wall. Her, like, you know, at, at uh, the Oscars and stuff like that. And I was so... Right impressed so i started going there and you know like i said it was an arm and a leg but i knew this lady was going to help me i went for on the third week that i came she met me at the door and she had a, a whole stack of money the way i gave her the money she had it right. she still had it that way and she go, she handed it back to me and i said what's this she goes i'm not going to be able to help you and, and, <laughs> and i said what she goes you she goes you don't practice enough I don't want to take your money because I'm not going to – you have to – I says, I do practice. I said, when I'm home, I practice, but I can't practice at work because I'm a cop. What am I going to be like? Hey, thou art under arrest. Come hither. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh yeah we both have the heavy duty um i know heavy, that's why i don't get the uh, i don't get a lot of the voiceover auditions unless they're a new york guy the last time i saw you we were doing a gig in the poconos at uh pocono palace i think it was and it's one it's a couple's resort for the people that are uh, not from new york or have never been and let's just say that you know listen it's a fun place to go a weekend to get away especially if you don't want to go that far you got to stay close to home but some of the times you know the rooms can be a little dated you know what i'm saying if you like right it's like shape. being on vacation in 1975 exactly exactly so um so we had a nice time there normally if 10 years ago we would have probably went over to the club if, even though there's no single people there it's all cu- couples there's no single people it's all couples or people um, cheating on their on their spouses yeah and it's 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 a it's a rough gig for a comic, but when you get when you get there and the other comedian on the show is your friend, is when you go okay. At least I know I'm drinking tonight after the show. I got a drinking buddy, you know. Yeah, it's never it's I never did that show once and, and left like and been like wow man, that was awesome tonight. You know, even when it goes sometimes it goes well and it's good, but once uh, right after the right after we came back of during the pandemic when they closed down and everybody was on lockdown and then they opened back up. I think it was I want to say. I don't know, 2021, some, at some point in 2021, I forget what date, what, around what time, but maybe like May, June, we started going back out and doing shows again, right? And I, I do Cove Haven. They have it inside. There's a bunch of different rooms for the people listening in this resort. They have restaurants. They have a nightclub. They have all kinds of rooms for entertainment. But we were in the, uh, in the restaurant. They have a little stage and have a band playing, and then you go on after the band. It was just me and the band. Saturday night, right? Let me tell you. They were spaced out. They were still spaced out. We're at the point where people mm. still had to be six feet apart, right? So the tables were spaced out. So it was full, but there was maybe 75 people there where there could normally have been like 300. Mm-hmm. So there's like 75 people spaced out. Every table's full. Great crowd. I did 45 minutes. Killer. Uh, I sold merchandise. after. The, I was like, I, I, that was the only time I went back to my room and I said, wow, I'm really uh pleased with that show tonight like i'm so i've, I've never had a show there I like the solo ones i don't know why i like the solo ones well i do know why it's just because there's no hurry up and wait you get there you do 45 minutes and you're done let me go back into we got some more people joining us here in the chat i just want to say hi to kathy bates hi to peter pranzo hello everyone uh what did you think of the, if you if you didn't see the intro i'm gonna play it a couple more times tonight until you get sick of seeing it <laughs> lorna mckenzie Lorna McKenzie says, I watched some of Mark's stand-up. He's so funny. Thank you, Lorna. I'll send you $5 for saying that later. Uh, Gina G, hello. She says hello to uh, Lorna. Um, Single Mama 4, hello. Smith Bro, hi, guys. What else we got here? Uh, Raquel Pranzo. Hi, Raquel. Happy birthday, Raquel. It was Raquel's brother' uh, birthday yesterday. She's a, a big fan, and she's married to Peter Pranzo, and then they're they're uh, they're the best. So um, let, let me go. Where, where are we right now? Now let's get back to what I brought you here for. So we were talking about our road gigs, and um, before we jump into police stuff and talking about stuff like that, well, let's just start off easy. I mean, both of us are comedians. We've both been doing this. I I got probably 24 years now how about you uh, just about the same yep 24 it was like i think uh, last summer was my 24th year yeah yeah june is gonna be 24 for me i think no no actually yeah i think it's june 10. 98 i started in 98 so yeah, i started in 99 so so right there we're right there it's the same um now once you get past the, the 10-year mark it's the same yeah yeah i i agree as uh, long as you do a lot of shows we do a lot of uh now that we're, we're we're both headliners, we we do a lot of cop shows, and by cop shows we mean these are shows that are fundraisers for police departments. Um, they sometimes they have fifty fifties. If you don't know what a fifty fifty is, it's it's like um, you collect uh, let's say ten bucks. You get yeah. yeah, it's a raffle. You get two tickets, and usually you'll keep half the money, and half the money you'll give back to uh, to the host and for whatever charity. Some people right. give the whole thing. Uh, I, 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 I'm not one of those people. 
I'm not giving you the whole thing. <laughs> I, don't give I, don't give, I don't care who it's for, <laughs> how many legs the kid got missing. <laughs> I'm not giving them. Half of this is mine. That's the deal we went into. Don't look at me like, like I owe you something. All right. Leave me alone. <laughs> you ever see these people? They're like big shots. How much money you got? You're giving away half, half the money that give you it got. Back. Give it all. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, what? Yeah. I need to, sometimes no. I do these 50 fifties at these, at these volunteer firehouses or these police shows. And it's like, you know, five six thousand dollars collected the, you know the, the winner's getting like three grand uh-huh. and then three grand goes to the house and you go all right i'm getting three grand and then they're like if it's really really a serious cause i'd never won one by the way but if me i neither. ever won one that was like and as the comic i never play it me neither. if i go to my wife's church fundraiser i play it i'm keeping it because i'm not me her too. religion me too. So, uh, but if if I go to one Did of these, you just say because you're not her religion. Yeah, I'm Catholic. She's Lutheran. <laughs> it's the same shit, but it's different. So I'm not giving it to the Germans anyway. So, uh, but anyway, but but I I uh, if I wear that one and it was for a, a little girl with leukemia, you know, and so um, if I would have won that one and it was like fi- it was like three grand, I would have gave fifteen hundred back of my money to make it more money for her. But I definitely would have kept some of it, you know, like. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're a better man than me. All right, so let's go back. I wanted to ask you about do you, do you, is it do you have a recollection of uh, maybe probably the worst cop cop gig, cop uh, gig that you did that uh, the toughest one uh, something that would you know people, what people, be, yes I do. Good, uh, cops can be, you know, can be dicks sometimes when they're drinking and they're and then they're <laughs> out of uniform. No way, really. Whenever you know this more than anybody, and I'm not shitting on any cops or wives of cops or, or husbands of cops that listen to the show, but I did a gig in uh, I want to say it was like 2011, somewhere around that 2010, a long time ago, right? Anyway, this guy sees me at this club, remember Knuckleheads in South yeah. Jersey, right? So there's yeah. a comedy club in South New Jersey called Knuckleheads, it was like Tom's River. This guy sees me on a Saturday night, headlined this show. Afterwards, he comes to me and he says, Hey. We have a holiday party at some hotel near Giant Stadium, right? It's all police. It's for the police department of that area in New Jersey, right? Maybe Port Authority cops, something like that. He goes, I would love for you to come. There's a band. And then after dinner, I would love for you to come and just do like a half an hour of comedy. That would be great. Book the gig. Guy pays me a lot of money. Dude. I get there. I'm wearing a suit, and and the wives are there. Like usually, when you go into any kind of oh, party, yeah, and it's just men, it's like a golf outing. You go to a golf outing, and it's just men. As a performer, you go, "This is gonna suck." Yeah. You know, they want you to be dirty, or they're gonna heckle you, or whatever. So this was men, women dressed to the nines, a ballroom at a beautiful uh, uh, hotel, beautiful band. It was great, right? Soup to nuts, cocktail hour, everything. I get there early. I got my suit. I'm ready to go on at like nine thirty after they eat dinner, and so I go on, bro. And 10 minutes in, half the room's not listening. The other half is heckling me so bad that <laughs> if you think you're in some yeah. club in the Bronx at 3 in the morning, you know, uh, right? And and I'm now, I'm getting offended because I'm like, you know, like I, I was hired and paid a lot of money to be here. You know, I'm trying to do my job. So I plowed through at 15 minutes. I was supposed to do 30 minutes, but at 15 minutes, I said, F it into the mic. I go, I don't care if they don't pay me. You're a bunch of animals. And I walked off stage. Uh-huh. I'm walking out. I'm in the lobby. And the guy who hired me, who's like a sergeant, comes uh-huh. running out. And he says, dude, my sincerest apologies. Uh-huh. I have your check in my breast pocket. You're getting paid. Mm-hmm. That you are right. They are a bunch of animals. I don't know why they're acting like this or whatever. I said, dude, you know what? They're out. It's their night out. It's their Christmas party. They don't want to listen to some guy tell jokes. And they're hammered. That, uh-huh. That's why. You know, they want to dance. Yeah. They want to whatever. Yeah. So it was, but it was, dude, I swear. I'm Now I got to wait by the valet for my car. And they're all out there smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, oh, my. And then I'm like, oh, there's the guy. He sucked. You know, and you're standing there <laughs> waiting for your car. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. You know, I had one not too long ago. And uh, it was probably like two years ago. They, I had done it once before. Same room, everything. And then the following year, they want me back. So I get two, two people to do with me, open for me. One host and... It's going to be great. Don't worry about it. But this time around, they sat the room differently where it was the stage before it was in. Now we're at the opening. Instead of being in the front of the room, we're all the way in the back. of the, It was just the whole thing was a disaster. I'm like, who set this up? Right. But anyway, if, you know, when you're headlining a show, sometimes it could see, be really rocky up front for the first two guys. You don't care because by the time they get to you, 
It's it going to be in a most club of the time in, in a private function like that. You want to get on as fast as possible when that happens because you're like yeah, they're so, the room. But sometimes it just takes the you know the opening guys to to warm up and get them used to comedy, and that's what I'm expecting. And, I, and one of my good friends, uh, you know, you know Sergio Chacon, right? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, he's actually up and he's turning around, look at me, you know. If it's okay to get off, I'm like, no, 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 do your time. I said, do your time, do oh, your man. time. How much time was he at? Do you remember? Well, he's supposed to do a half hour. He's probably at nine minutes. I'm like, no, 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 no. do your Sometimes time. Sometimes you got to pull the plug and let just go up there and just you know whatever. But but uh, it turns out it didn't work out. Like uh, I uh, he everybody ate it, even me. And then uh, I'm like, don't you remember? I'm the guy that you. You, you saw last year. You booked me because last year, whatever. Right. But yeah, those those things happen. So it's a hit or listen. Something they're all hit or miss. But usually, the rough business. Comedy. And when you take comedy out of the club or the theater or the oh, casino, forget it. Then it's forget different. It. It's a different animal. Even when you put it in these resorts, like we were just talking about, you go into these resorts. People come there to have sex and drink, and then the band is on. And then after the band, they go, "Oh wait, it's time for the comedian." Half yeah, of them don't want to hear the comedian. No, that's it. It's over. All right. So since you're a New Yorker, you're very well. Uh, aware of the fact of what happened. What happened uh, a couple weeks ago, Friday, January 21st, there was a domestic violence call in the 3-2 precinct. Officers respond. Um, this guy, Jamil McClain, he's got a different... Uh, he just starts shooting, and he kills officers Jason Rivera on the scene, on the spot. And Wilbur Mora, uh, he winds up living a couple of more days. His funeral was... Um, yesterday, yesterday, yeah, the wake was the day before. Okay, so when Jason Rivera died, there was a couple of people who made uh, very hateful comments, rhetoric on their social media. This is uh, one of them, anyway. This is this actress. Her name is uh, Jacqueline Guzman. She went through the city, uh, uh, the downtown New York, with her phone and was uh, really spewing some hate. And because of that, and uh, you know, her 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 thing went viral. Her post went viral, but not in a good way. And uh, she got fired from Face to Face, which is a, a theater company slash movie house. I don't know. I never heard of such a thing. Why would you? Maybe. I mean, it's so ignorant. First of all, it is. It is. But you know, I covered this lad, so it's just you know what it is. Sometimes you can't control the hate, right? Exactly. Uh, then, then it was this guy. He was a teacher, was a teacher at uh, Coney Island Prep, and he went out of his way to say we need a. I had a trouble with this word. Res, I still can't say it. Can you say it? We had. A, I can't see it. That's put my glasses on. Respiratory. I don't even know how to say it. But anyway, he got canned too. Then there was this guy, Terrell Harper. These are the three people. Terrell Harper didn't get canned because he ain't got no job. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the other two got canned from whatever they, whatever it is they work. You feel you figure well enough, leave well enough alone, right? Like right. Uh, let them just have their funeral. Let the people that want to mourn mourn. Keep your hatred to yourself, right? And right. then out of the blue, man, this is this this and this one hurts me the most. This is uh, so it says on the top. If you can't see, it says so. If all the, this is um a Twitter. This is Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, send this tweet out. Uh, she actually shared it. So what I mean by that, it was like she didn't have the original post, but she thought retweeted enough of it. it. She thought enough of it. She liked it enough that she retweeted it. So if all these cops weren't needed for crime that day, doesn't that mean they aren't needed any day? So that's this guy. He's got a, um, I guess it would be a leftist uh, podcast, the opposite of this. And that was his tweet. And then she, when sharing it, writes, I'm going to tell my kids this is what fascism looks like. Now, if you can't see this picture, if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on um, uh, Anchor FM, it's a picture of just a procession, thousands and thousands of police officers, police lights. And it just it stings because I really liked Susan Sarandon for my whole life you know what i'm saying nice, I love good her. actress you know you yeah, like the, i mean uh, i mean she's a knockout look at her and uh, body of work was great yeah that body is uh, back in the day whew, oh man, yeah she, listen she's she's uh she's she's a woman you know she's an older woman now but uh when she was younger she, she was beautiful she's still beautiful but she's not a nice person obviously that's from thelma and louise right there that picture right uh she just um 
such a beautiful woman, such a great actress, such a talent, and to be filled, to go out of your way. Imagine being that age, too. Like, when do you let it go? When do you just let the hate go? What's the point of it? Like, you know, like a family is grieving. The city is grieving. It's like these guys were like 22-year-old kids. Yeah, that's another thing that we were talking about the other day. And the, the fact is, when people have a, like, visualized cop in their head, especially people who hate cops, they have this vision in their head of white cops, uh, Irish or something like that. Right. And we have uh, just so you know, we had two police officers that were killed. One was named Jason Rivera. The other one, Wilbur Mora. Both of them Dominican. Both of them from uh, Washington Heights. At least one of them was uh, first uh, immigrant here. And, uh, and then we had this other police officer killed in Los Angeles. That right. we, I didn't give the proper um, word out for Fernando Arroyos. He was 27 years old. Him and his wife were house hunting. They were house hunting when they uh, when they were to look at a property and they were approached by uh, gang members, at least three gang members. And um, he was shot and killed. And uh, he is also a Latin a Spanish police officer. So we're not talking about... When people have this visual of, of police officers the and they hate. The stereotype is the white. From this kid, that kid, the Royals grew up in Crenshaw. He went to Crenshaw High School. Do you know what I'm saying? He was right. from the neighborhood. We're not talking about, you know, if you hate cops and you have this idea of what cops are like, you know, you're just, you're basically stereotyping because you're, you're 100% wrong. That's not even what's on the job right now. You're just full of hate. Right. Here's something that um, my partner that I do the show with on on um, on Monday nights. His name is Angel Masonette, and he made the uh, the New York Post. He's always on the TV, Fox News, and stuff like that, giving his opinions on police matters. So this is from retired NYPD detective Angel L. Masonette. He blasted the actress for her anti-police rhetoric. There are thirty-five thousand New York City hashtag New York City Police Department cops in. In New York City. This is three hours talking about the funeral procession. Many off duty, other agencies representing over 850,000 sworn law and officers, law enforcement officers are in this country. Shame on you, Suzanne Saradin. Uh, Two Dominican, young Dominican cops were killed, and you spread this anti police rhetoric. You're, this, you're a disgusting person. And I want to just co sign that with my. Um, uh, with uh with Angel there. I mean, listen, if Susan Sarandon called me up and she she needed me for one night, even as old as she is, I gotta do what I gotta do. But <laughs> I'm not not happy with what she's saying, by the way. I completely it's disagree. Disgusting. With to say so, that we don't need we don't need the police department. I mean, really? We don't oh, need cops. But we wait don't a need minute. law and order on the streets. I mean, listen, we need it now more than ever. Now I'm thinking teachers just want to lose their job. So even if they're not anti-police, then jumping on board this freaking idiot, already seeing that uh, the teacher from Coney Island Prep got fired, that Chris Flanagan, he decides that um, he's a Brooklyn private school teacher, and he's in hot, he was in hot water after she suggests in a tweet that she's protesting fundraisers for the NYPD. Okay, so here's what happened, okay? She's a teacher in, in Brooklyn, and the school... I'll show you. This is a picture of them. This is the school. It's called Fountain, Fontbone Hall. And um, they did a fundraiser for Jason Rivera and Wilbur Mora, the two police officers who were killed. Mm -hmm. So what they did was if they raised a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time in this fundraiser, the school was going to give them a dress down day. If you go to a school and you wear a uniform, and you get a dress down day. That is a good thing. That means you get to wear your own clothes that day. Wait, jeans to like is a t-shirt. Yeah, right. you get to, you get to hang. It feels like you're hanging out. Right. This freaking guy must have wanted to lose his job because he went and posted. Uh, it was a female. She went and posted. I'm getting dressed up today. What did exactly she say? If anyone was wondering, I am intentionally dressing up today. Hashtag abolition. Hashtag BLM. Uh, Duffy, that's her last name, tweeted at 7.30 a.m., I guess on her way to school, her 69 followers in her Twitter feed. <laughs> now, listen to me. I could understand <laughs> if you have 100,000 followers and you want to get the word out. 
She's got sixty nine followers. She might as well. <laughs> she might as well. And this is this is not illegal, by the way. Before you lose your job, if you're out there and you want to spew some hate, not about cops, about anything. Okay, if you really want to get it out there, what you can do is, and it's not illegal, you can go to your window and you can open your window and you can stick your head out the window and you can yell out. <laughs> uh, what, what is it? I, I'm, what is it? I'm not oh, going to take the movie? it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah, I've had enough and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's all I could stand and I can't stand no more. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what was network? That uh, yeah, but the, uh, that's all I can stand. And I can't stand no more. That's Bugs Bunny, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, and I can't take it anymore. So just do that from that movie network. Just go scream out the window. You just lost your job. You have to be telling me that you lost it on purpose because who would lose their job for a tweet? I don't right. get it. And you only have sixty nine followers. Who are you talking to? Anyway, let's see what we got going on. I guess the, the principal was one of the followers. Milwaukee <laughs> civilian. Thank you so much, Milwaukee civilian. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. There it goes. I'm sorry. That's it. I let you down, man. I built it we up We should have so had much. that queued up. If I knew you were going to bring this up, I would have gave you a clip to play. I know. I know. I know. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Ruth Griffin's angel, a uh, little pookie. Let's see what else we got. You're a hero, Mark. Thank you, Milwaukee civilian. All right. Let's get back. So we got more. So what else do we have in this this week? So we covered um, Susan Sarandon, and it really breaks my heart because, uh, you know, you can't – I'm not asking you to, to change your opinion. What I'm asking you to do is not uh, tread on somebody's funeral. I mean, right. why would you do – I just don't get it. Give people their moment. You know, give people their moment. You, you've been around forever. There's no – you know as well as I do if you're that age – it's not going to make a heap of difference. The only thing is I can get people to hate me. That's it. That's exactly right. Now, we'll go into some funny stuff right now. Hopefully, we still. <laughs> because that, that was a little heavy on us. Um, during this week, uh, Joe Rogan, who has a very, very popular podcast on uh, Spotify, ran into a bit of trouble. What happened was he had two doctors, not quacks, serious physicians but they have different opinions about what's going on as we fight this pandemic uh different opinions that fauci does and one thing that we've learned through this whole process is you're not allowed to disagree with what the government's giving you so um i don't know whether dark money came out of nowhere and woke neil young up one morning but neil young decided he was going to take that dark money or he was just going to open his stupid mouth anyway. And uh, he decided that he was going to take his music off of um, Spotify, Spotify. And then Joni Mitchell decided to do that. Nils Lofgren. So altogether with those three people, we got about 250 years of life right there. Now, what I didn't now this story, I don't know the details of it because I have a two year old and I'm old. Uh-huh. So um, can you can you just reiterate? What well, I said, said the doctors well, just had different opinions. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the. I didn't listen to the particular episodes. Okay, but they are legit uh, physicians. One of them actually w- was on nine panels working on the on the vax. I think that's what I heard. Because Rogan is a is a like a isn't he like a conspiracy theorist with this pandemic? Because I don't really listen to him that much. I know you know you what know. I listen periodically, not enough to tell you that's true. But what I do know is just that if you don't like it. Don't listen. Exactly. Okay? And I bet you Neil Young is not even listening. But as a result of that, as a result of Neil Young and then Joni Mitchell, Nils Lofgren, and then um, a bunch of other. Well, this girl, India Ari, this one right here. I don't even know what. I tried to listen to one of her songs, the biggest hit. I, I couldn't for more than three seconds. But apparently she wants her stuff off. But she doesn't want it off because of. What he's what he's uh, the guests he's had. She wants her stuff off because he made a hundred million dollars, and the the artist, the uh, musical artist, are only getting pennies per share. Well, India, listen to me. He has a different deal than you do. He gets all his money and one one check a year or 
broken down into several. Hey, whatever years. deal you sign when you get on to the agreement. Yeah, nobody you told you. Nobody told you to take it's it. It's like you. It's like if, if you if somebody calls you for a gig and they go, Hey Mark, I'm gonna give you two thousand dollars to do this comedy show, and you go, Okay, right? And yeah. then the next year they call me and they go, Hey, I'm giving you fifteen hundred, and then I find out later on you got two thousand. I already agreed to the fifteen hundred, so I can't be mad at you. I can't be mad at the booker. I was an idiot that should have asked for more. No, I mean, listen. How many times have you driven home from a gig and you got the uh, the, the 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 guy who produced the show, the booker? You got his check in your pocket and you, you just check at check it, and it's like five times the amount that you got paid. And like, oh, this guy made two phone calls, and you right. know what I'm saying? Like, right, the well, agents are the biggest in our business. The agents are the biggest thieves in the business because they're the ones calling you. And but like I said. Wake when up! You, they call you and they offer you the four hundred dollars, and you say yes. Then that's the deal. You said how yes. Much, to the how many? How, how much are you charging to get in? How many are you expecting? There's there's basic questions to ask. There are basic questions. Listen, all right, all so the, the only time I have to have go ahead, go. Let's get to these memes because these memes they made me laugh. All right, so here's the first one that made me laugh. Now this meme is a picture of Neil Young, and it says, "If you won't censor the guy I don't like." I won't let you listen to keep on rocking in the free world, <laughs> which it's, it's the best one by far. I'm going to show you other ones, Absolutely, but it's the it's best one hypocrisy. by far because it just goes to show you the hypocrisy. This was a right. guy. Oh, this was a guy who also said this. He knows so much. Neil Young. He knows so much about what these doctors said wrong, but he didn't know this in the eighties when AIDS came out, because this is what he said. This is Neil Young's quote. He was quote, he said this in a magazine. You go to a supermarket and you see a F word. And I'm not, I'm not using the F. I'm talking about for gay. Right. The word that you use for gay. You go to a supermarket and you see a behind a fucking cash register and you don't want him to handle your potatoes. And the reason why he said that was because he didn't want you bringing AIDS home. Young said that in 1985. Now, I'll give him. There was a lot of people that didn't know. Once again, misinformation about the AIDS virus. You know, you watch Eddie Murphy's special; he's completely, you know, wrong. Even about uh, it. Richard Pryor did it in a special too, and they were they were wrong, but they were they were comedians. They weren't saying they, that their word is law. Comedians always try to be ahead of the curve, and a lot of times the information hasn't caught up yet. But that right. was so. Listen. You said something stupid back in the day. Imagine in 1980, they would have cut off your career, Neil Young. Anyway, here we go. Uh, this is another meme. Once again, it's Neil Young looking like an Amish person. Right. He does look Amish, right? With, the, with be, those mutton yeah, chops. Jebediah. When you are so woke, you cancel yourself, which is what he did. Because absolutely. you know what? He told Spotify, it's either me or Joe Rogan. And Spotify said, okay, we'll see you later, Neil. I like this one, too. This one's great. <laughs> this is, uh, once again, Neil Young, but he's got a Karen haircut. And by a Karen haircut, it's like uh, one of those, um, I don't even <laughs> Hey, hey, my, no, hey, hey, my, my. That's like one of his songs. Hey, hey, my, my. I like to speak to my manager. I like to speak to the manager of Spotify, which is something that a Karen would say. Right. Uh, what else we got here? Um, everyone under 30. Who's Neil Young? Everyone <laughs> aged 31 to 60. Didn't, didn't realize Neil Young was still alive. Everyone's <laughs> 61 plus. What's Spotify? It's so great. Yeah. And because Neil Young started this whole thing, now we have many other artists that are jumping the bandwagon and they want to take their stuff off of Spotify as well. The first group to be, be besides for Neil Young and and um, and the ones that I mentioned, the first big time group to want to take their stuff off is uh, Eddie and the Cruisers. Believe it or not, Spotify is <laughs> <laughs> like great. You only got three hits anyway. Eddie, and, do you remember that movie? That was a great movie. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Eddie and the Cruisers? Yeah. All right, yeah, that was. Uh, I'm trying to think of who started. You know that. what the um, irony is here, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. You know what the irony is? If if Neil Young uh -huh. would have just called 
Joe Rogan and said, oh. I disagree with your whole platform. I want to come on and argue that. And yeah. Rogan would have said, come on. Neil oh. Young would have had more people following him than he ever had before. Yeah. Listen, that's why I think there's dark money involved in this. They're trying to knock the bear up. They're trying to they keep poking at the bear. Because, listen, he has everything that they hate, the left hates. He's a white male, alpha male, a white alpha male, rich. Um, he eats meat. He's a heterosexual. And he, he likes to fight. It's every single th and he has tons and tons and tons of white followers. So of course we got to get rid of this guy because he's a he's our biggest threat. He's literally their biggest threat. So right. um, we got to win this war, folks. Here we go. Okay, so this is another band that wants to take their stuff off all their music off, and this one's uh, Wayne's girlfriend announces from Wayne's World. Remember Wayne's World? Oh sure, yeah, the Asian girl. Yeah, Wayne's world's Wayne's girlfriend announces she wants to have all her music removed from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Another band that wants to get rid of their music from the, the Steel Dragon. You know who the Steel Dragon was? That's uh, from the movie Marky Mark Wahlberg was in the oh, Steel Dragon yeah. band. What Before, about Spinal Tap? Did they chime in? Yeah, Spinal Tap too. But last, but this is the biggest hurt of all. Millie Vanilli announces they want their. <laughs> Music taken off of Spotify. So all these groups, I don't think Spotify is going to have any music left. Let's yeah, go plenty of music. Let's go back to the chat. See what did I call? Did I cause an uproar over here? Uh, I think I'm causing trouble over here in the chat. What's up, folks? How you guys holding up over here? Hey, real with Robo. What's up? You finally got. I was wondering what happened to you, real Robo. I was getting worried about you. You're gonna have to call up, find, put out an APB. <laughs> All points. Well, what do we got here? Millie, uh, look, Milwaukee civilian likes that one. What does this say? Um, in the word of Kathy Bates, in the worlds of the late Ronnie Van Zant. Well, I hope Neil Young will remember a Southern man. Don't don't need him around anyhow. There you go. I hear you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, hey, let's go back to this here. So, yeah, so Neil Young, uh, Joni Mitchell, Nils Rothman. I think somebody said Bon Jovi, too, but they got to be kidding me. Some of these are a joke. So there's a lot of jokes coming yeah. out about uh, what's going on and stuff like that. Now, since we're here anyway, and I caught up, let me see what we got over here. Okay. Since we're here right now, I'm going to make an announcement uh, for the people that are interested this uh, retired NYPD detective, his name is Andrew Lykos, and he owns Midnight Platoon Clothing. And what he does there is he makes stuff like this. Uh, he makes shirts and embroidered stuff. Andrew Lykos, a retired NYPD narcotics detective and owner of Midnight Platoon Clothing, has created a memorial tribute line called Fidelis Ad Mortem a Latin phrase that translates to faithful to death in English. And it's in honor of Jason Rivera and William Mora. Once again, the company's name is Midnight Pl Platoon Clothing. All the, uh, I think the benefits go, if you look over here, uh, fundraising to give the families of the fallen officers. So if you want, once again, look this up. It's called Midnight Platoon Clothing if you want to help out. He looks like he's doing the right thing over there. That retired cool. detective. Yeah. So um, that was funny, man. <laughs> what do you think about Tom Brady retiring? Thank God. <laughs> That's what I think. As a as a long suffering Jets fan, I'm like, good. I don't want to. I don't want to. And you know what's funny is uh, he didn't even mention the Patriots in his retirement press conference at once. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, who would have thunk that he could go to another team and in the first year wear a Super Bowl? I mean, you couldn't. Hey, listen, if you were I'm writing gonna, a movie, I'm not going to say he's not the greatest of all time because you can't say that because he is, according to the stats and watching him play for the last, you know, 25 years. But I'm uh, I'm glad he's gone. I'm done with the drama of it. I'm done with everything. What You know, like I can't watch a Monday night football game if the if whatever team he's on is playing – 
and li- and just I got to mute it because I can't listen to the, to them blow Tom Brady for three hours. Like that's all <laughs> they're you know saying. I think I got to uh, mute it. I just want to watch the game. I don't need you to, you know, everything he does, you know. So there'll be a new Patrick Mahomes is going to be the new, you know, Tom Brady because I watch the games when they when he's on and I like Patrick Mahomes, but and he's great, but I got to listen to them. You know, that's how how it is in sports. These 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 you know these guys get on and Monday night or Sunday night in a national game and they and they stroke the penis of the of the of the big star quarterback throughout the whole broadcast and it's my just son, my son saw something um and somebody did a like broke it down all his stats he actually has three hall of fame careers in one career if you break his career down from the 20s uh he has three super bowls in there his stats are un- incredible. He's going to the Hall of Fame from that. In his 30s, his stats are out of the roof. He won one Super Bowl, probably going to the Hall of Fame for that. And in his 40s, he won, I think, three Super Bowls. He has seven so, Super Bowl rings and I think 10 appearances. Yeah, so it's unbelievable. He lost two with the Giants and one with the Patriots. So he has three losses, but he has 10 appearances. Just the appearances alone is the Hall of Fame. I mean, you know. Other, other, other than him, what's the next quarterback you had to go back to that was in that many Super Bowls? It was what Jim Kelly was in four straight Super Bowls and lost them. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad for Jim Kelly, man. Uh, hey, we all feel bad for Jim Kelly. That team, listen, if, if 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 they get the ball a little bit closer and Norwood makes that kick, the the, the Bills are you know that changes everything for the Bills. They, they're that Super yeah. Bowl champion. But whatever, it is what it is. Yeah. Jamie. I don't care about them either. I'm a Jets fan, so yeah, Fuck me them. too, man. We, 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 <laughs> that's one thing we have in common. Jamie Pimpatel also Myers uniform sells midnight platoon items. Real with Robo. Oh my God, Tom Brady just tied his shoes. <laughs> it's uh, true, man. So I am. Yeah, I'm glad he's out, but he had a great career. And you know what? I think Giselle had more to do with it than him because I he has one year left. And you know what? It really screws the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because. They got a that money goes against the cap. He gets paid one more year, and that does go against their cap. And now they're out of quarterback. Yeah, yeah. When Giselle tells you to come home, that's it. Time you go because, home. You're 45. Yeah, but, you make your own ice cream. Who cares? Go home. It's also, it's also too the injury factor. Did you see that commercial during the playoffs with Alex Smith and his yeah. leg? Yeah, it looks bad, man. And that guy. Look- if I look down at my leg and it still looked like that, I'm not going to play. And that guy played three games. Exactly. And, and you know what? Uh, Tom's lucky, man. He got out pretty healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all those years, and he's 45 years old, and he's in great shape. And so what, man? You know what? He could do with the – listen, I never really liked uh, uh, Peyton Manning. You know, I like I like Eli. But I never really liked Peyton because Peyton could have been a Jet, and he opted to not come out when Parcells was going to draft him and all that crap. So, But I never liked him. But now you listen to the Manning cast. I don't know if you've ever listened to the Manning cast when they ha- when they're on. Mm-hmm. You know, did you know they, they do their own broadcast from uh-huh. like the more than I feel. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it a little bit. It's of it. great, and now like they're so funny. It's like two brothers who play the game, and they're basically telling you what plays coming before it comes. Yeah, because they know. No, you know, great. they can just see the defense and they know. You know, but um, but even when even um, Peyton Manning in all those commercials, I like him more now than and now probably grow to like Tom Brady more in his retirement because he'll do something you know and it'll be good all right so uh we're gonna i'm gonna show some videos right now and uh part of this is a little bit of advice for the people that are out there how long do i have time to get a drink yeah yeah this is <laughs> if you want go yeah i'm gonna show this video it's it's a short video it's a it's a road rage thing this thing happened on uh which one is this really... one yeah wait i'm gonna show this one first well, I'll show this one, the I-95 one. This is in New Jersey. Wait a minute. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out right now. But, folks, if you're on the highway driving, I don't know what happens to people. Like in New York right now, if you can't go more than 25 miles an hour on any street where there's anybody around because there's cameras everywhere, and then you got red light cameras. So maybe when you get on the highway, you're already flustered and, and pissed off. You just want to drive. Just still, don't get involved. Don't curse people out. Just because uh, there's crazy people out there, and uh, look at this freaking guy. This is this is uh, this is crazy. Watch this. I don't get this at all. Road rage incident. Look at this. This was all caught on camera. One driver is now facing charges after a morning rush hour confrontation. Fired off nearly a dozen shots, and this was in the middle of the interstate. Our Victor Akendo is in Miami with these details. Good morning to you, Victor. 
Good morning, TJ. That's right. Nearly a dozen shots fired here along I-95. Incredibly, no one was hurt. This actually happened last June. The driver turning himself in, handing over that video, which we're now seeing for the first time. The video is wild. This driver opening fire during the morning rush in Miami. All of this caught on the driver's own dash cam. Now he's facing two felony charges. According to the arrest report, 30-year-old Eric Popper cut off another driver who then started tailgating and honking. Moments later, he reaches inside the car's center console and pulls out a handgun. The other driver catches up, and according to the report, he throws an unknown object, hitting Popper's car. Popper opens fire, later telling police he thought he was being shot at, despite the other driver not having a gun. When he was shot at, he pulled out his gun in self-defense and was justified in pulling out his gun. According to AAA in 2019, Road rage contributes to approximately 30 deaths every year in the U.S., and nearly 80% of drivers have expressed some form of aggression behind the wheel at least once in the previous 30 days. Yeah, road rage is serious and can lead to both criminal and civil charges being filed against you. Popper is facing... That guy looks so crazy shooting, doesn't How do you he? not blast out his, like, front windshield? It's just like a couple... How did not like, shatter it? No, yeah, but no. it didn't shatter. It's like, look like gun holes in it. I guess somehow the gun, the the rage comes, the 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 round comes out of there. It does shadow the immediate area, but it's right. not that it's not that time anymore. Remember back in the day, you go, you drive up to somebody, you give them the finger, and then you could just take off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not the end of the world. Why is everything the end of the world? People are frustrated. They're tense. They're angry. They got to wear a my mask. Wife, my, wife, my wife is a crazy road rager. She gets so mad and she beeps and gives the finger and yells. And no, I tell her all the time, like, stop. someone's going to pull a gun out and start shooting. I go, let them just go. Just let yeah, them go. Let yeah, them go yeah. around you. Let them go. You got to introduce it to meditating. Listen, ever since I stopped meditating, I don't get involved in that stuff anymore. Yep, Screw me either. That. I used, and to, this I used is, to get this... out of my car at red lights and go to other cars, like back in the day. Like, I and was this... crazy, get so aggravated. But yeah, I, now, course, you were a kid. Somebody's going to pull out a gun and shoot me. This is uh, this is another road rage thing, but this one it doesn't involve a shooting. This one, um, this is even worse actually. If you see the car, I don't think there's a sound to this one, but you see the car, it's tailgating right, and he's trying to get around. He's trying to weave his way around, and um, he so this is the guy behind the road rager filming this. Yeah, exactly. The one in that little green car right now, he's trying right. to get in front of that car. You see that left lane there is supposed to be for uh, passing cars. Now look at what he does. He goes outside. Now he's going to come around. He's going to try to cut him off. And then, boom, look at this. Car flips over. That was the guy trying to pass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. If you want to see it again, it's really, really bad. Look at it one more time because it's crazy. This guy's trying to weave his way around, and he, he can't seem to, to go because the guy in the left lane here, who's wrong? You, that's and you, all, you don't know how fast they're going, though, Mark. Yeah, what but it's a, it's a, it doesn't matter. It's a passing lane. Right. If somebody's I agree behind you. you, get out of the way and let him pass. That's right. the law anyway, by the way. It's a passing hey, listen, lane. I do that all the time, and I, it's amazing how many people don't know the rules of the road. Yeah, it's annoying. In New York, people drive in the left lane as if it's just a lane to cruise in. No, and then, it's it, a then they get lane. insulted that you want to pass him. But nonetheless, I mean, that guy, he, he screwed that guy. He's, wow. His car is totaled. Uh, that's it. It's dumb. Let me see. Stupid. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so that's two road rage things. Please, folks, I love you. I need you as fans. Avoid at all costs getting into involved in the road rage incidents. It's not worth it. Uh, Margaret Hearn, hello, Mark and Chris, and my police officer off the cuff after hours family. Thank you so much. Sorry I'm late. Well, it's okay, Margaret. Just as long as you came, we're happy to have you. Uh, let's see what best road rage incident I saw a guy pulled a shotgun out after my co driver. He boxed him in and drove him right into waiting sheriff construction zone. Yeah, that, that works out good too, but it's not worth it, folks. I'm telling you, just, I'll give you um, one. I saw one once I was in Manhattan and I was waiting on the corner of the cross the street and this cab comes and he almost wasn't going to stop. 
right, at the mm -hmm. red light, but he stops and he almost hits the guy that was in the crosswalk. Now the cab was in the wrong because the light had turned red already. Mm -hmm. And so he stops short and he and now the guy's like this. This is the guy right in front of his car and the cab just stops. Mm -hmm. The cab driver's window is open on the driver's side. This guy walks around, reaches in, and punches the cab driver right in the face. Uh -huh. And everybody at the corner just started clapping. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. It was a different time with cab drivers now. I mean, there's not if you're in the city on a regular basis now, it's actually hard to find the cab. And they're not ex as aggressive as they once were. No. Well, you that got Uber now, you got Lyft, you got all these other things, and it's killing the cab industry. Yeah, imagine holding a medallion now. Remember? No, how much, now you got a medallion. Those, you know, all the money you pay to get that thing, and now you're like, you know, nobody. Those medallions no. were going for half a million dollars at some point. Yep. And you now you can just get a guy for, you know, an Uber guy. And, like, and you know, it's so funny because I get sometimes I get Uber guys. And like when I used to get in a cab in New York City, I lived in, in central Queens and I'd be in Manhattan out with my wife and we get done from a night of, you know, dinner and drinks. And I'd be like, we had taken the train in, but now we're like dressed up and it's like 1 a.m. And I'm like, all right, we're not getting into a freaking uh, on the train now. We're going to take a car home. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's late. We got jewelry on. So I would call. You know, I'd get a cab. Mm -hmm. Anytime I got into a cab, the cab would, I would say, I'm going here. The cab, the cab would always say, tell me, all right, we're crossing the bridge. You know, you got to pay the toll. That's mm -hmm. on top of your thing. And I go, yeah, I know. I got to pay the toll. Don't worry about it. Go. Uber guys in the beginning didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. So I'd get in their cab, in their car, and it would be like, you know, $16 for the for the Uber ride. And the guy never would say to me, "You, I got to, you know, he just paid the toll. And mm -hmm. I didn't pay it. Mm-hmm. You got to charge the passenger for that toll. Yeah, I think it's included in the. Um, in, no, in the, I don't think it was in the beginning because in the beginning was I was like, I was at sixteen. My wife was like, I was at sixteen dollars, and last week it was forty. I go, hey, look, just shut up, <laughs> folks. If you're enjoying the show tonight, please you can support us through our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Police Off the Cuff. Uh, you guys have been responding, and I want to say thank you. We've had a bunch of new Patreon subscribers, so thank you so much. Also, if you're if Patreon's not for you, then maybe you want to join our YouTube membership. YouTube membership. We have three different tiers on Patreon and three different tiers on YouTube membership. Either one uh, helps us produce this show and get wonderful guests like uh, Chris Monty. Oh, uh, what else we got coming on? Uh, we also have merch. If you like the show and, and the logos or anything like that, check out the merch. There might be something, uh, a nice gift, a Valentine's Day gift you want to give for your husband. Yeah, I said it. You're allowed to get something for your husband for Valentine's Day. It's just not yeah, a please, thing to give women stuff. You can get stuff for your husband. It Danny. should be a two-way street. Exactly. Uh, Rio Robo, I love you, Mark. So I'm a member, and Chris is awesome. L Thank you. It. I appreciate that. Real with Robo from Tennessee, man. We hey, listen, real Robo. Tennessee in the house, baby. Get us down there. We'll put on one hell of a show. Yeah, we'll come down together. We'll do a two man show. Uh, honesty, Joe, Joe Sanchez. Look, we got Joe Sanchez. Joe Sanchez. Guess what? My real name is Mayo Sanchez. <laughs> so, who knows? Maybe we're related. Me. I know. Man. I got your email today, and it said Mayo Sanchez. Sanchez or whatever. No, and I was like, Mayo, Mayo Sanchez. Mayo Sanchez. I go. Who's this dude? Who's this Spanish we, dude? Send me an email. We got another video for you here. Uh, this is the last video of the night. Let's see. What this one, no, this one is actually a cop. Um, this It was a carjacking of a police officer in Queens. So be careful, folks. This carjacking stuff is real. It's going all over the country, not just Milwaukee, not just Los Angeles, but even here in New York. So be careful, especially if you have a nice car. And uh, I don't know what happened. How do I get this video? I don't have that problem, so. I know, me neither. I uh, might be the jacker going forward for a new car. I'm trying to get to uh, shit. I did something. There we go. Back to us. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, I gotta. I'm trying to. You need fix. a producer, Mark. It's you know what it is. Yeah, you're right. You get somebody. Get some intern. That's 22 that knows how to run all this shit. We're too old for this. Yeah, no. I'm getting there. I'm getting better. You should have seen me in the beginning. This is a hundred <laughs> times better now. All right, here we go. 
is in the hospital after being shot last night in Queens. Police say it happened as two men tried to steal the officer's car. The wounded officer underwent surgery overnight at Jamaica Hospital. CBS 2's Elijah Westbrook live at the scene in the Arbor and section of the Rockaways this morning with more. Elijah. Yeah, well, Chris and Mary, just a wild unfolding of events here on Beach 62nd Street and Beach Channel Drive. If you take a look there behind me, you can see that this is still an active investigation. And in fact, this is the very intersection where an off-duty rookie officer who was on his way to work was shot by two suspects as he sat in his personal car. Chopper 2 video here showing the scene where an officer was shot after 10 o'clock last night. Police telling us the 22-year-old officer was sitting at a traffic light here at the intersection when the two suspects walked up to the officer and tapped on the driver's side window with a gun. Police say that's when the cop got out of the car and one of the suspects started firing bullets at him, which ended up hitting him in the shoulder. The officer returned fire but did not strike anyone, and the two males fled the scene on fire. Wow. Yeah. I believe it happened. Whenever they say uniform, uh, uniform officer fired but didn't hit anything, sounds like a New York City cop. Yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that definitely happened. <laughs> People are always like, why didn't you shoot him in the leg? I said, a cop, you, New York City cop probably, most of them can't hit the side of a barn. You want to aim to for the leg right now? Exactly. <laughs> Folks, uh, this has been, a, look, Scott Wagner, uh, Mr. Spanish Harlem. I love, for, what did he say? I love for some mope to try and jack my ride. Here are my keys and here's my Glock. All right, that's interesting, Scott. Don't wish that. Don't say that. Don't ever say that. Folks. Don't invite trouble, man. Trouble nah. comes. Now, the reason, listen, the reason why I bring up these stories about the road rage and about these carjacking is I want, I need my audience to continue to build. I lose one of these people, I'm doomed. No, but the truth is, um, I, want you be, I want you to be careful out there. There's a couple things going on. People are armed right now. They're tense. They're angry. That guy pulled, that guy from Florida, look at what it took for him to take that gun out of his glove compartment. That was nothing. Not even some that was guy, console. That was two seconds. He, he cut off somebody. The guy beeped the horn at him. He was in the wrong, and then he's gonna shoot the guy who's beeping at him for being wait, in the wrong. Wait, he got mad that the guy beeped the horn because he got cut off. So he 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 does one of these things where he jams on the brake once again, putting that guy in harm's way. Now that guy wants to come around him and say, "What the what are you doing?" That guy threw something at his car though. But he he's already going into his uh. His glove compartment, even though right. it's not the glove compartment. Uh, that's the, no, his console. The console, yeah. He's going in there, and he's taking a gun out already. I mean, what are you expecting to happen right now? It's out, it's, it's out of the – people are Listen, going crazy. the world right is now. crazy right now. Everybody – and I don't like this climate that we live in. It's just too – it's too intense, and it's like anywhere. You could be in a supermarket. You could be at the mailbox. You could be anywhere, and somebody's ready to start a fight for anything, and it's just like we got to stop people. We just got to stop. Life is too short. There's too much importance in front of you to just waste it on some, like, you know, it's, 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 I can't, I, I tell my wife all the time is I, I've, I've stopped talking to like friends because I just, it's, they're just so hyped up with what they sit and watch TV all day. And it, they, they've lost their, their soul. They can't even just sit and enjoy a glass of wine and have a conversation and laugh about life. Like it's like certain people I don't want to be around anymore. I don't want to be around any dramatic, any negative. I just want positive vibes. I mean, I'm an old guy with a two year old, not that I'm old, I'm younger than you, but I'm still, we're not kids, you know? And I just want to, uh, I want to, I want to make people laugh. That's why when you come to my show, Mark, and you come to Mark's show, we talk about our life stories, but we don't we don't get involved really in politics or, or whatever because you know what people want to get away from that shit for an hour and just have a drink and relax right Gina and G like, yeah Gina man G Gina G says I miss the days when people would fist fight and that would be the end of it oh that was my it. god I, I agree, agree with you Gina G I agree with you so much and not only that but back then it was like a you know two fight three two three punches that was it that was it once one guy got caught oh. but it got tagged with a punch he knew That's he could win it was That's over. It. Yeah, now these young kids, they all know mixed martial arts. The guy's jumping on you, he's grabbing your neck, and like he's choking. Well, they you got out. weapons on them. You know, yeah, these kids. But no, but even the even even the young kids that don't have weapons, they, it's not one, two, three punches. They know this jujitsu and they're choking you out. And you're like, dude, 
I, I'm in front of my friends right now. <laughs> like remember when you used to have a you win. kid? Dude, I remember out. having I remember having fights in school. With, same thing like Gina said. And you know, you throw a couple punches. Either I got the best or the other kid got the best. And then afterwards, when it was over, you just shook hands and you're like, yeah. and then you became friends with the kid. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys Not are anymore. choking you out like this, and, and I'm like tapping guys trying out, to put like, you to sleep like it's fucking like, WWE. Let me go. You're, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends right now. I just wanted to, I just wanted to punch you once in the face. Leave me alone. Oh, Let's see. Cool. Uh, before we, we, we're at, we're almost at the hour. Let's see what else we got here before we say goodbye. New York needs to put a Tennessee law in action. What is that Tennessee law here? If you I mean, sell you drugs, drink Jack Daniel's you, whiskey every oh, day. No, he says if you sell drugs and your customer dies, you get second degree murder charges. Well, real world, bro. I'll tell you something. That actor from. Um, Michael, uh, he died from an overdose. African-American actor. Uh, he was on a lot of stuff with the scar on his face. What was that guy's name? Michael. G Real Who? good actor. He was on Boardwalk Empire. He was on. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. They he died of a drug overdose? Yeah, they, they have a video of him buying heroin in the street with fentanyl in it. And uh, the guys, they interviewed because they were running a sting. They were going to bust those guys in. Michael K. Williams. Thank you, uh, Margaret O'Hearn. Margaret Hearn. Um, they were going to bust those guys anyway, but this guy got there earlier. The Wire. That's what the show he was on. Oh, the uh, Wire. And he was also on Boardwalk Empire, too. Right. I remember I, him on Boardwalk. I didn't see I the Wire. Marie. Uh, yeah, so um, the, the four, four people got indicted for murder for that right now because they sold him they sold him drugs with, uh, with fentanyl in it. But... In the defense of the drug addicts, if you're buying heroin, it's buy beware. I mean, you 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 are aiming yourself to die early anyway if you're on heroin. You know, I, I agree with you in a way. I mean, most people who do heroin, they're they're making a concerned choice. They know how they're gonna die. They're not gonna die of cancer. They're not gonna unless they get hit by a car, they're gonna die of a heroin overdose. That's the yeah. choice they make. They're looking death right in the face. And uh, you know, to me, that's romantic in a way, but I'm not doing heroin. No. Why you got? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kathy Bates. Yep, the worst was a baseball bat in high school. I know baseball. But I I used to have a bat in my in the trunk of my car. The worst we had was like sometimes we would get like when I was in high school we'd get a pair of uh, the brass knuckles. Oh, from what kind of high school you, know? you go to? That's violent, man. Well, is it? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we used to get brass knuckles. My brother uh, used to get a hold of. He had a like you know, and we used to. And you remember rumbles? We used to have rumbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumbles was scary. So you bring your bat and you bring your brass knuckles. And even though a brass knuckle could kill someone if you hit him in the temple the right oh, way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we but we were smart enough to know you hit the guy in the jaw, you break his jaw, and that's it. He's done. You move on to the next guy. All right. So uh, we've reached the end of the hour. Folks, a couple of things. Actually, 802. Listen, no more road rage. No let more. him go. Low, let him go. Life's too short. Hey, when you get in your car, you pay attention to your surroundings, especially at night. Look over your shoulder, left and right. If you if you if you see people coming your way, maybe you don't jump in your car. These people are out there; they're carjacking right now, like crazy. And there was one more thing I wanted to uh, to end on. Oh, if you're angry about something, really, really, really angry, don't post anything on social media. Open up yep. your window, stick your head out, and yell, "I'm mad as hell." And I'm not going to take it anymore. Exactly. Because you don't want to lose your job. Unless you want to lose your job. Some of these teachers now, they're coming out. And I, some of them, I think, maybe they want to lose their jobs. They want the unemployment. Uh, so that's the uh, that's pretty much the show for tonight. Oh, before you... Uh, you got anything to plug, Chris, before we go? Yeah, uh, my comedy special on Dry Bar Comedy. So anybody out there watching, uh, drybarcomedy.com, D-R-Y-B-A-R, drybarcomedy.com. I got a comedy special that just came out. Mark plugged it earlier. It's called Just Be Happy. You can just go to drybarcomedy.com. Use promo code Chris Monty, my name on the screen in one word, and you get a free month of subscription. Watch my special. Watch as many comedians as you can, and then just don't subscribe. Just don't pay if you don't want to. Just, you know, I'll get a check. And then we're all good, you know? And the reason um, why they call it dry bar comedy is because the audience is sober, right? Yeah, it's a, it, you're in a, it was, they film it in Utah and it mm -hmm. is Mormon's state and, um, is no alcohol served, but don't worry. Chris Monty had his own, uh, 
Yeti that, that, that had some Tennessee whiskey in it. My Tennessee uh, watcher out there. And um, yeah, it's and it's clean comedy. So dry bar comedy, you can pretty much watch any comedian on there and you could show your five-year-old or your grandmother. It's a family show. You can watch it. And all the specials are only like 25 minutes long. So you can watch it on your device, watch it on your computer, put it on your TV, whatever you want to watch it on. And it's fun for the whole family, clean comedy. You don't have to worry about four-letter words or, or vulgar uh, content. It's uh, just funny stuff. And um, it's great. It's doing really well for me. I'm, I'm getting a lot of uh, views on my special. So, Or if you want something a little more adult that you can't show the kids but not dirty, then you go to Amazon Prime. What's the worst that could happen? That's my other comedy special. And other than that, you just chrismontilive.com. I'm going to be performing uh, dates all over our wonderful country in the next, you know, eight months. Well, I'm happy to I'm happy to hear that, uh, Chris. I want to thank you guys for uh, for uh, welcoming Chris. I see a lot of co positive comments here. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All the uh, uh, we, fans we watching. We covered some thank stuff. You. We had some fun. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. So I love on, it. The, on the way out, if you if you tuned in late and you missed it, tonight I premiered my intro, my brand-new intro to the show. Uh, this will be heard on Thursday nights. On Monday nights when I'm with Angel Masonette, a retired detective, we're creating some intro music for that. We're trying to get some Latin flavor. I don't know if that's possible. The guy who makes the music for this one, he said uh, it's it's impossible to duplicate salsa music because you can't duplicate uh those real instruments electronically and it made sense what he said but uh How great was that, man? Awesome. I love, I love it. it, man. I Chris, love it. thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. I'd give you a standing ovation, but then you'd just see my crotch. Um, That's all right, man. And you probably don't have pants on. It's all good. <laughs> God bless you, Chris. I love you to death. And for love everybody you, who tuned in tonight, thank you so much. You're my favorite people in the whole world. We'll be back Monday with a brand new guest. I'll be back with Angel. And uh, on Monday night, that show is going to be called Mayo and Meso. Uh, this week in crime and policing on uh, behalf of police off the cuff after hours though thank you so much you guys have been great next week on this show next thursday we got christy mayer coming in it's going to be phenomenal you guys are my favorite man i love you good night